you permission as well. Ooh. Hell yeah. Oh, well, how are you doing, Zachary? My name is no longer Zachary. My name is uh, Zane. But Zane. but you spell it with just a Z-N, and it's pronounced Zane. Oh, Zane. Oh, okay, I see Zane. Yeah. Is this like a is is this like a pronoun situation where I'm like obligated to call you Zane or like? Yeah, this is a hundred percent a pronoun situation. I'm no longer a he him or a they them. I'm an aura. So from now <laughs> on, I, you will refer to me as being. Just being, I see. Yeah, every time you talk about me and I'm not in the room or you're telling a story about me in the third person, you'll be like being told me or, okay. or, or, uh, aura works as well, I guess, but anything else, um, I and now will... which, which letter of LGBTQ does this fit under? Yeah, LGBTQ is uh, too mainstream. Oh, I see. I fall under, not even the plus, I fall outside the spectrum of it all. I'm kind of, I'm not trying to sound any arrogant, but I am above it all. So <laughs> I'm, I'm LGBTQ's here and I'm like somewhere out there. You're the net you're so essentially you're existing on the next frontier of civil rights is what you're telling me. I mean, those are your words, not mine. We should really get like an op-ed written about you. I feel like your experience maybe is like, you know, maybe maybe it's something that um, really needs representation and we just, you know, we haven't been well, saying it. And that's a shame. Well, it do, well, it does need representation, but it would have to be represented by me because I'm the only one of my kind. And, and at your point, there already is being op-eds written. I've already hired writers. Um, but yeah, this leads me, thank you for, for asking me. This actually leads me to my big announcement for Ask to Knows. Um, as you may or may not know, I've recently moved to Chicago and I've gone to meetings and I'm now, I've, I've, my entire perspective has changed. Uh-huh. And now this is uh, a leftist podcast. Oh, oh, is this a leftist podcast now? Yeah. That's going to be tough for you. So by meeting, do you mean your CEO pulled you into a room and said, here's the deal. You've got to get that shit together on that podcast or you'll never work in this town again. No, no, my my CEO doesn't care. It was a personal decision. Like I said, I went to meetings mm -hmm. and I don't want to give too much away, but mm -hmm. I think you can guess based on how I'm dressed, uh, what kind of meetings they were. Um, I am, uh, let's just say my Tinder bio, the first thing it says is ACAB. And the second thing it says is, is swipe right if you're a leftist. Okay. Um, 
All I want to know is who is paying you to sell your soul to the liberal regime right now? That's the thing. I am a leftist, but liberalism, that's uh, too conservative for me. Oh, okay. I'm, I liken myself. Well, I don't because I don't like labels, but other people have likened myself to fringe groups. Um, people have labeled me Antifa. Um, <laughs> people have labeled me DSA. Again, too conservative for me. I but too conservative, huh? Far too conservative. I am my own being on the spectrum, and I am a progressive's progressive's progressive. <laughs> and I am I like I said, I'm above it all. So as you can see, ever since I've changed my outlook, everything's been going great for me. I'm currently in, in Tahiti, <laughs> and. I am paying migrant workers to uh, to massage my feet as I record a podcast that has three listeners. But um, yeah, in Tahiti and two layers, by the way. Layers. Yeah. What does yeah, that with mean? Your, with your sport coat and the sun in Tahiti, it's apparently cold in Tahiti this July or August. No, I put up with it because pain is 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 my closest. Uh, form of getting in touch with reality and the world needs to experience more of it if they want to be enlightened well this is perfect because while you are like too left for antifa um i think i'm officially now too right for nazis i've gone beyond nazism um which might just be libertarian i don't know um mm -hmm. still figuring that one out i don't uh, think i don't think technically nazism is a thing it's fascism um yes and no i don't think fascism is fascism fascism can be left or right nazism is just what people called nazis but they were fascist mm, okay well i guess i'm a conservative fascist but now i'm like a conservative like like a suit like a like a giga fascist giga that's a fucking a funny that's a funny uh what's the prefix that's a really funny prefix i'm gonna start using that I, it, i'm a giga uh leftist then yep giga leftist giga fascist and together it, together we form astados yes yes which, um, i guess we should say um we just got back from kind of like a break we've kind of been on and off for the past month me and Zachary, uh, our, our lives have changed and we've moved to new places and, you know, onwards and upwards. So thank you for all of our millions of fans that were waiting for us to come back. I got, you know, so many emails. I know you guys were just chomping at the bit for another episode. I had to um, topple a regime real quick, but I'm back. Um, I'm it's back also better than ever. The way our lives are moving are also in great like opposition to each other because you have gone to uh you've gone to the big city you know you've gone to get yourself a nice liberal job with you know very cushy lots of uh lots of benefits big paycheck i have decided to join the uh uh the leagues the growing leagues of the of the stylishly homeless mm. 
you know, most of most of my brethren right now congregate in California and Austin, Texas, but um, I'm, I'll be joining them shortly. You know, I am fashionably homeless, so I can't afford to drive there yet. But one day, one day I will be driving there. Dude, fuck those places. Those places are already overplayed. You're starting fashionably homeless in Central Florida. Mm. Which may even be worse because nobody like the the homeless in Florida, they don't even we don't even get headlines. No, they do for eating other homeless people's faces, but you're going to change the stigma of that. Yeah. 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 You're going to be like, I'm going to re I'm going to undo the damage that's been done by all the people in namely California. Yes. All of the like 19 year olds that are like, I'll just put a a tent on Rodeo Avenue and that'll be okay. And they influence from that tent. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, what I'm doing is a bit classier. What I'm doing is staying in like a 40 year old at this at this point, staying in a 40 year old RV. That's kind of like in the middle of like a like a, a wooded area, interlock in Florida, wooded area, dirt roads. Um, I actually wanted to talk about the neighborhood a little bit because it is like a cat and crackhead infested episode of Jerry Springer at all times at this at this current uh, neighborhood where I'm staying. Okay. Um, it is, dude, I can't even begin to, first of all, I have two cats, right? And mm-hmm. my, my two cats agree with me um, on the state of the neighborhood because first of all, cats everywhere. All oh, you, oh, you mean, you, wait, cats. you mean you have one of my cats? Yeah. <laughs> Indica's got, or actually Lauren's got one of your cats. It got your cat, but. Oh, you have the, you have the babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took the babies. Sativa is not bred for this country lifestyle. I let <laughs> I let I let Lauren take her. Sativa would not have would not have vibed. But mm-hmm. so the property that I'm staying on has like seven or eight cats. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're just there. They've just decided that that's like where they where they live. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another property right across the road that's probably got twelve cats. There's another one that I suspect might have over twenty. There's herds, just herds of dogs. I, mm-hmm. It seems like they're people's dogs, but they're crackheads, so they just let their dogs roam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just the abundance of house animals and the abundance of all the babies they're having, it's truly magnificent for this little neighborhood. And that's not even, like, the funnest part. Although my cats, I do have to say, my cats are bougie. I didn't even mean to raise bougie cats, and we're homeless, so maybe they need to get humble. But they won't even, like leave the camper because the ghetto little cats are out there and they just they they will they will just stand on the edge of the door and just look at the ghetto cats with just a look of just disgust and a look of like god damn i wish somebody would gentrify this neighborhood right now well i told you you were raising uh pussies like absolute (laughs) suburban pussies but tracker the boy the boy is a total because you know they're sweethearts, but they've grown up in suburbia they and have. they they don't know. They didn't even know that this world existed. And, and it's a kind of a culture shock for them. Oh, absolutely. But the tracker, the boy, he's the biggest pansy. He's scared of everything. He's scared of being in a car. He's scared of women. He's scared of female cats, scared of dogs, scared of everything. It's been a real trip. But and now the people in the neighborhood are really what are really what adds the spice like i said it's like an all day every day episode of jerry springer mm-hmm. okay because you have you've got every house has probably seven crackheads in it 
mm-hmm. you know lord knows where they all sleep mm-hmm. and they're just loud what there was a uh, uh just right before i got there somebody had tried to burn somebody else's trailer down and kill that bitch in the trailer because she owed that she owed them money okay <laughs> i, I want to know the sum of money too and you when i tell you it was probably 50 dollars like <laughs> It was probably like three value meals, but it probably wasn't shit. And then so yesterday I'm sitting out there in the bed of my truck, right? This this um young greasy fellow goes by on his bicycle. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he stops right in front of the property in front of me, which is mm-hmm. just an empty lot where this woman is living in a van. Mm-hmm. And um he stops and starts yelling at this woman. He says, he's all you 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 told somebody something you told somebody that i cheated on him or something i couldn't even it's hard to understand but she either stole from him or she snitched on his girlfriend that he cheated maybe that he cheated with her who knows and when i tell you this white woman steps out of her bed and loud enough for the whole neighborhood to hear okay probably the next neighborhood she goes no i did it nigger and then they just start cussing at each other, calling each other all kinds of niggers. And, and like, I, you couldn't even understand it. Two white people. Okay. Two white yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. It goes without saying. Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just it's a great experience. Every day, every time somebody talks to me, I'm like, am I going to get robbed? You know, <laughs> what's going to happen? It's great. Every time I see a dog, I'm like, it's going to bite me and I'm going to get rabies. I'm going to die. But it's it's a good time. So what you're saying is you've missed home. Yeah, I did miss hope. I didn't even go last lit. <laughs> Dude, I wanna I wanna go down there for a weekend so bad and just fucking just unleash my my wild side and start fucking shit up. Um it's <laughs> now that I'm st- staying for a couple months, I'm gonna be bringing my college kid rambunctiousness to uh to all my country, all my country friends down here. Have you been licking up? Or you you just been cleaning out everything, so you really yeah, haven't. I've just time. been cleaning out because let me tell you, the camper that I'm staying in had to essentially be stripped and like like treated with a chemical bath. It was it's been rough. It's been rough. The property had a bunch of trash. I don't know what it is about neighborhoods like that where it's like ev- everything is always full of trash. But no, I can't no, no. I don't think it's the neighborhood. I think it's your your family who trashed the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly i i am still shading the shit out of my brother and i cleaned the trailer a week ago and i'm still shading the shit out of him. i mean you didn't send me before and after so thanks thanks for that but i mean based on the descriptions i would be shading him for the rest of time for his stinky ass he has <laughs> he's a father to a child and he has and he has like bum muffins like that's just inexcusable oh yeah. and dude dude the picture you sent me of their trailer it's a fucking nice trailer oh yeah like, yeah they got hooked up with the um by the way my whole family is on this like living in a camper thick like that this it's it's been happening on the internet for a while it's breached into my family now that's what we all want to do but yeah he got himself a noon very nice 2021 um winnebago Dude, that thing should be spotless. That thing is so fucking nice. It's a damn. I gem. played no games. What I tell you, I can't. I just, I just sprayed their trailer for bugs because <laughs> I came over and I'm like, all right, we got to get this together. Good. I remember on last podcast we were talking about how like they just left a piece of pizza on the ground 
on the ground in the oh, in the so trailer. Oh, I think it was like, pasta. Pasta. How does pasta like I get if it fell from the counter, but how does pasta just sit on the ground? Like that's that's you should go to jail. It's I you know in no hyperbole here. Before I started cleaning the place up and fixing stuff up, the only the only thing I'd ever seen that was so horrid was me- like a meth head's home. Yeah, that's that that's the it's it's what it looked like, and they don't do drugs, so I don't know what their excuse. <laughs> I don't know what their excuse is because they don't do drugs. So there is no excuse. There is yeah. No excuse. There you go. But, you know, it's been great. It's been great. I've been sorting through various slime. I've been dodging wild dogs and crackheads. You know, I've been giving I've been having to give people jumps because I've got apparently like the only car that works on the in the neighborhood. So I've been giving people jumps and like very prepared to stab somebody <laughs> just in case somebody's trying to rob me. They're going to fucking uh, they're going to fucking take the, all the battery out of your car. You're giving all the jumps. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know why I don't nobody in this town. I swear to God, everybody in this town has an issue with their terminals. There is not one person in this town that has two tight terminals with a fresh rubber seal. Wow. But it's been great. In, in great contrast, I'm sure, to your experience in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, the amount of, let me just say this, the thing that I noticed right away about Chicago is you hear all this stuff about, you know, Chirac and shit go and all that stuff. <clears throat> the part of, like, first of all, there really is no downtown Chicago. There, There is a part of Chicago that people refer to as downtown, but there is no such thing. It's the north side and then the south side. And everyone says, you know, the south side is fine during the day, but you do not want to be caught down there at night because that's that Chirac area, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I, it's so nice in the north side and it's so, the streets are, it's not like New York. The streets are so clean and it's like everything seems like happy and well. Mm-hmm. And then I look around and I'm like, where are all the black people at? <laughs> like, I hear Chicago has a shit ton of black people I don't see any black people. The the only races I see are Asians, uh, Mexicans, and Indians, but no black people. I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck are the black people? Well, because those are the races that know how they're good at making money. Dude, the, the this it's like um, I, I I figured it's like New York pre Rudy Giuliani, like. Mm-hmm. The separate the wealth gap is insane. Like the transfer of wealth from poor to rich, mm. it's the the wealthy side is the nicest one of the nicest places I've ever seen, and then the poor side is one of the worst places I've ever <laughs> seen. It's like, it's like, uh, and all the, and no black people go to the north side, very few, and it's like wow this place is segregated and it's it's funny because you know we've Mm -hmm. talked about it many times how much the rest of the country loves to tell the south that they're Mm -hmm. racist Mm -hmm. but this is probably it's not like 
openly racist like people are saying like we got to get the black people out here but it's like this very um what's the word i'm looking for it's a very ominous undertone that like we all know that there's no black people here and we want to keep it that way yeah it's like institutionalized it's systematic it's um and like the city is revolting against itself like the south side is literally revolting against the north side that's why i said it's pre rudy giuliani in new york because Mm -hmm. it's such a wealthy city but also so poor and the crime is only going up so um like uh, some major shit is gonna go down in order for the poor people to get some leverage so it's it's gorgeous i never felt not safe i felt more safe on the north side of chicago at night than i did anywhere in florida Mm. but it's ominous that i feel that safe while Mm. knowing that there's an actual war zone like a mile away you know yeah yeah i bet that is a bit awkward at times yeah it's crazy it's um it's so it's a would you bring up a salient point about the racial makeup? Because I'm in this little tiny southern town right now. And on my poor crackhead neighborhood, you can find people of every single race. Dude, my, my dad's family, they're from bum, bumfuck uh, Alabama and Georgia. But most of them live in Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta's the blackest city in the country. You can't go anywhere without seeing black people in the burbs, in the hood, downtown, it doesn't matter. It's like the most racially integrated city I've ever been to. Mm. And, and, and when I passed through Nashville, I, I got the same vibe with Nashville. Everyone was together and there was no, because also people don't understand people that aren't from the South or visited is Southern hospitality. People just genuinely respect each other more. Mm-hmm. down there it's, it's just crazy that people it, it's not crazy when they think about human nature people yeah. just love to pin all of their own shit on other people and the south is like the location of the seceding yeah. states so people are like it's the south you know racist but like i'm willing to bet it's it's less racist i honestly i mean i haven't seen all of america so i couldn't say for sure but uh, you know, you know what I think. I think big cities are where racism really, really prospers. It's just it's just so much more elitist than down mm. south. Yeah. And I mean, we really when you think about it in small towns where everybody's broke, nobody really has the time or luxury to be a racist. No, because everyone's broke. <laughs> Dead ass. You need as many. Like, you're never going to get somebody say, in a town like this saying that a nigga can't come into their restaurant or their store because they need every single customer they can get. There's like 14 <laughs> people here. Yeah. So, like, yes, please come. Yeah, but Chicago's been great besides that. Um, the Antifa meetings are really interesting. Yeah. Are you Are you ready to be there when the city goes up in flames? Because you know it's coming. It's coming for every liberal city. If it hasn't happened yet, it will. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen too soon. I think it's going to happen within the next five to ten years. Hmm. Hopefully, I'm out of here by then. Um, Of course, you'll be one of the people starting the fires. 
of course and <laughs> right now i'm living in the burbs um i might move to the city i don't know because i the city is it's very romantic uh mm. but the dude the the it's not it's not like a sweeping blue state i have met a lot of conservatives but obviously in the city it's very liberal so yeah. dude the, the the gallon of milk will cost you six bucks in Chicago. Uh, the, guess how much the sales tax is. This is sales tax. Uh, sales keep, tax in, keep in mind. Good guess. Twelve percent. Jesus Christ. So Florida doesn't even pay state taxes, and we still only pay seven percent sales tax. That's because two reasons. One, tourism, right? Mm. Tourism pays for a lot of shit. Two, um, when you, when the government doesn't ask you for taxes, it's a it's a contract between the citizen and the government, and the contract is you don't have to pay us, but don't ever come to us for anything. We're not going to give you shit. You're not going to have nice public spaces, mm -hmm. right? Chicago has very, I would say, not the north side has very like immaculate streets, mm -hmm. very nice public parks and like um, very nice uh, like services, like some shit we wouldn't need in Florida, like plowing the roads, like yeah. like all that shit it gets taken care of in Chicago. But the, the trade off is um, you pay us a lot of money and we get to tell you what to do, you know? Uh, in florida it's you don't gotta tell us shit uh but uh and but you don't have to you're not gonna don't expect shit when your house is burning down like we're not gonna give you anything either which i would almost prefer i do too i wish i wish there was a little more of that i mean the jobs pay better up here but it all balances out because of the cost of living so um what's the and difference speaking of florida have you have you heard have you seen any of uh ron DeSantis and biden's little back and forth this week the only thing i saw was ron DeSantis. it was pretty funny he was like um i don't know again you're gonna have to fill me in but DeSantis was like biden re said he was gonna end covid Yet he's importing it from Mexico, like thousands of <laughs> cases of COVID a day, which I thought was funny. But like, what else? I mean, what? What? Well, so essentially, uh, essentially, it started because Cuomo banned counties from making mass mandates or vaccine requirements. Uh, uh, An Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he Wait, was no, no, not Cuomo, not Cuomo. DeSantis. Yeah, DeSantis, my bad. Okay, I kind of get okay. them mixed up. They're like different, but very similar men. Um, they, they they both harass women. Yeah, Go absolutely. Ahead. They both harass the shit out of their interns. Uh, most important detail. Uh, and they they both this year, I think, did a mass genocide of their um, their elderly population. So, you know, really the same guy. Good um, right. But essentially, he said no mandates. Fuck, fuck, we're not doing COVID part two in Florida. 
And Biden basically came out and said something about how, like, that's irresponsible or whatever, basically called him out for making that decision. And then Mm -hmm. cool or uh, fuck. DeSantis responded with a resounding how about you sweep around your own front door with all those illegal fucking immigrants slipping in through the border, (laughs) (laughs) which I love. Like, it wasn't really the most um salient response as far as like are you doing the right thing with not allowing any mandates but it was funny and it was in the true spirit of florida because essentially what it was was hey how about you mind your fucking business it's not like you're doing the best job over there anyway nigga Mm, mm. um which i lived because he's also he's correct because what the fuck is biden got going on Especially is, at the border. What the fuck does he got going on? He is correct. And what the fuck has he got going on with COVID? Uh, nothing. He's done nothing besides uh, scare people. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm anytime. Anytime it's it's president versus governor. First of all, the number one rule of politics and really life is you don't punch down. So the fact that Joe Biden is punching down to a governor means he's uh, he's lost his mind and he's he's going to he's not going to win a second term. But um, but wow. Um, Yeah, I live for it, too. I I love public petty spats between elitist grown white men. It's it's um, it's amazing. It's amazing. They act like uh, mean girls even though they're they're literal demons you know they're literal <laughs> yeah. people but yeah. they're like you know getting into it on twitter i just appreciate when i can look to them for entertainment you know because it's not like i'm looking to them to like fix the, the country or make my life better yeah you know that won't be happening but if at least they can provide you know the same energy that an episode of bro housewives provides then it's like okay yeah, politics. This is worth my tax dollars. Politics is genius because they don't need reality TV show production, but it is a reality TV show. At like, this point, it really is. Imagine if they had like the Kardashians level production and they got all the politicians in the same room. <laughs> I'd watch. That would that would unify the country, honestly. And that's why they haven't done it, because that would be such a fucking stupid shit show that everyone would be like oh these people are retarded like these people imagine like they're at they're at like it's like real housewives they're at like the dinner everybody's around a big table in a restaurant and marjorie taylor green throws her drink at aoc yeah aoc starts crying and she's like why would you do that and 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 the squad follows her to the bathroom (laughs) and and then it's just a camera of outside the bathroom and you hear aoc like understand like why <laughs> and then it cuts back and uh fucking ilhan omar has a fistful of marjorie taylor green's hair and she's just shaking the shit out of her and she's like bitch and and they zoom in on uh on ron DeSantis's face and he's like and then it cuts to him he's like i don't think that was an appropriate response but at the same time he deserved it yeah <laughs> Biden's in the corner popping a chubby trying to hide it from the camera. Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to sniff girls behind the camera. Literally. He, he, literally, just, there's like a shady cameraman catching watching him from across the room and he just walks by women and he goes. No, 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 no. 
no, 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 no. You, he, they're filming the the outside of the bathroom where AOC's crying, and in the mic you hear, <laughs> and and then the camera turns and just hits Biden's face, and he's like, "Oh, what's that, lavender?" <laughs> yeah, I would watch. I would watch. That would be goaded. Yeah, it would. It would. We could get that going. Let me oh, take off speak- this fucking stupid ass jacket, dude. I'm literally. Are you warm? Sp- yeah. <laughs> it, Ooh, was a, speaking, it was a bit but like it's gone too far speaking of presidential bullshit uh did you hear about uh Ob- obama's i think it's supposed to be 600 guests at his birthday party at martha's vineyard no yeah for like i can't remember the exact date it's like this month or next month he's got planned this big ass party 600 people nice. meanwhile Meanwhile, you know, you've got every you've got all of the leading members of his party telling us that we should all be terrified for our lives and locking down and we're going to have to social distance again and da 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 da, you know, stop the spread. Meanwhile, yeah. Obama's like, uh, over here, we're getting turned. We're, we're having, turning up. We're, we're having an elitist version of a black cookout. <laughs> I, I, I would it would be funny if, if Obama was on the grill and he just has a do-rag on, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he's like, you want burgers or hot dogs? <laughs> no, he'll be barring Hillary Clinton's slaves. <laughs> of course, it's going to be much more elitist, but I wish it would be it would be fun if it was, like, more black, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, so that's fun. I love that, you know? Yeah. Um, the, just, just the constant the constant signaling from powerful Democrats that they know that they're like bullshitting when they talk about how dangerous this virus is. They know they're bullshitting. That's why they keep getting caught, getting their hair done and having parties and whatever. They're worse than college kids, honestly. Way worse, dude. It's uh, they think we're actual. They think we're actual sheep. They They do. Unfortunately, many people are. Yeah, yeah, but 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 at the same time, many people aren't. Many people are like, that's. But this is the thing, okay? People who are who are not smart, but people who see that it's bullshit, they they they're like, okay, I can't change it on a singular level, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna be apathetic, and that all that does is apathetic people don't vote, so. Mm-hmm. The people that are sheep are the ones that are voting, therefore determining the trajectory of the country. So it's like and they did. They, they're so they're so they're so retarded. But at the same time, they the, the smart when I'm talking about the elites, because they make the people that could make a difference apathetic mm-hmm. and and therefore they remain in power. So. God damn, I fucking... But, like, what can we do, really? Because both parties, no matter who you vote for, it's gonna fucking... This mm-hmm. is why I'm Antifa, bro. This is why I'm too conservative. <laughs> Antifa is too conservative for me, dude. Because either party you pick, it's gonna be dog shit. So what are our options besides revolution? And I don't want a revolution. I don't want to, like... I love America, but, like, what the fuck? What, what, what can we do? Yeah, honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know because we, we are in this, this weird position where it's like the 3% of crazy people on either end of the spectrum are the ones that decide every election. 
and and all of and we because we're common people we're working people we don't and we're not evil we don't think about diabolical plans 30 years in the future like like 9-11 the coronavirus all this shit was in the works for such a long time not necessarily um you know them conspiring to make it happen but they're like when an event such as this happens we're gonna steal all of their rights so all of our rights are already stolen and what rights we have left they're hatching a plan to steal them actively and And, you know and the the shitty part is because you're right not everybody thinks wants to think all ahead of time and about like you know these where could these diabolical plots end up and all that and you know, the shitty part about it about it is is like most people can't even couldn't really deal with that every day because like I'm a person who's always thinking that anytime I hear the government see the government do anything I'm like okay well in 10 years how could this be the end of our freedom and that is a very mentally challenging place to be in most of the time because it gets very you get paranoid you get anxious you get to where it's like you're just always you, you're looking around always expecting something to fall into this bigger power play and and that's perfect for them because you try to tell people or explain it Mm -hmm. to people that you know don't have time because they're working and have bills and have kids and they're like this person sounds like a nut they're crazy i'm gonna dismiss everything they're saying but it's like it's i mean it's like it's the alex it's the alex jones effect you know when you when you get when you get passionate and you start saying crazy shit like the government's run by a cabal of pedophiles people are like well that couldn't be the case that sounds too crazy but it's like that absolutely is the case it is a cabal of pedophiles and and but like and to your point like alex jones when you get when you get too deep into this stuff oh yeah as you said you get paranoid you start you start saying the frogs are gay. Yeah. Like you, you, ha- you literally have too much data in your head that like you start your wires start getting crossed. Dude, literally, I mean, so I had I had a liberal friend. I was talking to a liberal friend about cancel culture a couple of weeks ago, and um, um, he goes, he he said something to the effect of like, has anyone ever actually been canceled effectively? And I, when I tell you, like, my brain almost, like, I, I had, like, an Alex Jones moment where I was just like. <laughs> 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 and he thought uh, you were autistic. He was like, what's going on with Justin? Yeah, literally. He's like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, the best thing that I can do is because I'm an artist anyway. So it's not like I have to live a sane life. Like, I get to be a crazy person. In fact, that's kind of required for me to be great in my career one day. So, like. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing <laughs> and always uh, uh, always uh, being endlessly suspicious of anybody who has a large net worth or a lot of power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not the worst motto or like principle to live your life by. It's really not. I think that's where that's the main place where both the left and the right get it fucked up is they when they convince themselves that the politicians on their side are any better than the other side or that they care about them more than the other side. Yeah, dude. None of them. They don't know your names. They don't. You're a number on a screen on a paper that they're talking about how to fucking 
steal your money from and your Literally. rights. So they want your money and your vote. They don't give a fuck about your happiness. No, dude. They whatever what what okay, what do you want? You want um free healthcare and you also want uh dogs to be allowed to be trans okay so we're not going to give you health care but we'll give you trans dogs okay <laughs> so we're going to leave you wanting more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's uh it's, you know and that's another thing too how many promises are they not going to fulfill before everybody starts to clue in yeah i mean, I mean, that's I mean. A, like we said bro i think a majority of people are clued in it's just a majority of people that are clued in are working class they don't have mm-hmm. fucking time to to take off work to overthrow the government yeah man it, you're right it, it really is like the centrist people the people that are more common sense that like they're never that loud about it they're never that active about because it because they're they not. have common sense yeah they're all like the people all the people that realize that like the president's not very important they just don't really talk about voting for the president because they're like well it's not that important yeah who cares that's another thing with the president. Can we just turn it into like a ceremonial thing like the Queen of England? Can we just have like the nigga be fun and funny and entertaining and then no have no power? Because like if we're going to keep electing people like fucking Biden and Donald Trump for the foreseeable future, can we like can those niggas not have influence? I do. I want Donald Trump to be president for the rest of his life. But the the office has no power. I would love that. That would be amazing. It would be the best time. It really would be. I mean, look at how he galvanized the nation. He really made everybody want to act on yeah. both sides. Actually, yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, speaking of um, speaking of parties and uh, the blind loyalty, um, I, I, did you see that New York now, New York City, uh, the mayor, I believe, just passed, just like uh, made a mandate that now in order to participate in New York's economy, you're going to have to have a vaccine card. You're going to have to have proof of vaccination and you'll be presenting it at the door. And if you don't have it, sorry. Yeah, I guess I, you're not allowed to buy groceries in this city anymore. Yeah, I, I found out. Um, I found out about this uh, because I'm a fan of UFC and and one of my this fighter michael chandler uh he's set to fight another fighter justin gaethje and they want to do it at madison square garden in november but Mm. michael chandler isn't vaccinated and and so they're the whole fight is in jeopardy right because Mm. it's supposed to be at madison square garden and he said he's not even necessarily anti-vax he just isn't going to get it until it's 100% FDA approved, which mm-hmm. is, a, you know, a rational thing to say, right? Yeah, very rational. And it's, you know, the whole argument uh, that people who are pro, not pro-vax, the people who are like pushing the vaccine down other people's throats, they're saying their argument is measles, smallpox, polio. And it's like, yeah, but those have been approved. Yeah, those are very old. Like we've perfected those, and we've had a lot of time to see if there's long-term effects. Yeah, make no mistake, the first people to get the polio and measles vaccine, some of them died. Oh yeah, some of some some people got the polio vaccine and got polio. No, that's how. I mean, you know, that's how vaccines work. So like, it fucked up. Yeah, inevitably. So, uh, like. To, to, to say to compare the two or to equate the two 
is ridiculous because the FD, it's not 100% approved. It's an experimental jab. Yeah, it, yeah, it got an, it, it's an emergency. It, right now it's on an emergency authorization. Yeah. Which but, is like. But people <laughs> equate it to, to, to fucking the Black Plague. <laughs> and it's like, no, dude, no. But um, yeah, I found out about that because a huge UFC fight I want to watch is is now in jeopardy because of this fucking mayor. So man, that sucks. I'm, you know, I'm it is. About it. What what I find fascinating about it is because I remember last year talking to liberals, my liberal friends, and talking to people on Twitter, and you know, just keeping track of the conversations and what liberals were. You know, I heard so many people say we're not going to do the vaccine passport. So like pretty much the entire any powerful democrat you know was with they were saying we're not going to do that that's not what we're leading towards that's not what we're trying to get accomplished i had so many liberal friends be like well nobody is trying to force you to get vaccinated you know and i remember being like okay right now we're not how long before it does become that and then how long before the vaccine card before the vaccine passport gets developed and then that becomes something greater and more powerful than like we th- we even expect how long did it take, do you think? Like uh, five months, four months? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like just five or six months ago, they were saying, no, we're not going to do the vaccine passport. And now here we are. You've got New York doing it. You've got other states talking about it. And it's like... It started in... I think it started in, like, Europe, right? Like, that's what started the whole conversation was... Yeah, there are definitely good countries in Europe that are doing that. I don't know if it was Australia. It was some abroad country where they're like, you can't come here unless you have the the vaccine passport and australia's got some really weird shit going on i've been i've heard about them like i guess using the military to keep people in the house although that's new zealand had like um oh was that new no no no. new zealand's hunting people down to get vaccinated i've heard stories of in australia which australia's had like less than 10 cases this year because they haven't been letting anyone travel to the country which by the way the only way to stop coronavirus shut down the fucking airports and 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 people thought or not people thought people accused Donald Trump of being, you know, classically racist mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he wanted to he proposed that. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, dude, this isn't this has literally nothing to do. This is everything to do with public health. Mm-hmm. And but no one calls Australians racist, even though the entire <laughs> country is white and they literally genocided the mm. the natives uh, mm. more recently than uh, Americans did, but oh, yeah. no no one calls them racist because they're like ninety five percent white, you know. Mm. But 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 they literally shut down COVID because you're not allowed to travel there until Man. I think twenty twenty two. But it's getting weird because now I'm hearing stories about them still keeping people locked down. And now I'm like, I'm like, okay, so what are we doing? I mean, did you guys like, I mean, if you guys have, are not really having any cases, what's going on? This is them trying to desperately hold on to the rights that they took from people. It is now, you know, to to put on my conspiracy cap for a moment, it is getting a little bit weird how it kind of seems like just about every country in the world is trying to get its citizens used to the idea of a lockdown. That's kind of, I don't know. It almost seems like all of these world leaders seem to know something that we don't know. And they're preparing for potentially a lockdown that could last like a year or longer. It seems like that. Just the way it keeps getting brought back up and the way we keep getting these new arguments that sound right. 
but when you look into them, they're wrong, but it doesn't matter. You know, you either have half or whole governments pushing for it anyway. It is, it's starting to get like, what are y'all, what are y'all trying to do? Because it's, you know, it, they're never, they're never just doing what they say that they're doing. No, it's the, it's the globalization of uh, federal governments. We're going to have a great reset and all of the federal governments throughout the world are going to conglomerate into either the World Health Organization or like a new version of the United Nations. And they're going to try to have one world government. And it's 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 pretty obvious to me that they're trying to consolidate power. But I think I think they're getting desperate. That's why all the that's like I really think they're getting desperate because the biggest transfer of wealth in human history is happening right now from Mm -hmm. from uh, rich to poor. People don't realize it, but it's happening because of um people like people like you and me and people who are on the working class who are getting prepared for some catastrophic event plus the advent of cryptocurrency so that's why all the federal governments are trying to get all the bitcoin or whatever because if we have that we have leverage over the fed and the fed we can now bargain with the the fed and the banks and be like listen no more interest rates if you're giving us a mortgage it's at a fixed one percent rate and you're not going to fuck us and it's going we're going to go through massive growing pains i think like i think we're because my parents they showed me this app like this real estate app where in the past 60 days the value of their home has gone up fifty thousand dollars so what's that uh i think it's pretty obvious to say that's a bubble so something's gonna pop soon yeah you know that's another thing all the democrats keep trying to say that like oh inflation's not happening because they're scared of being blamed for it because they've been doling out trillions you know and it's like it's really starting to be like okay but like for how long is everything going to keep getting more expensive without stopping before we say that obviously this is like getting a little bit out of control yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Of- Even places like Interlock in Putnam County, house prices are going up. How? Yeah. It's, it doesn't um, make any sense at all. It's um it's we're going to go through a huge growing pain, but keep in mind Justin, recessions and like depressions are actually the best time for economic opportunity for like the common folk. Mm-hmm. So, if we just if we just uh get assets before that happens like land Mm -hmm. property yada yada then we're going to be able Mm -hmm. to hold on to that stuff um after we get out of it and then we're going to have even more leverage to fuck up the man which is this global government you know i'm excited for it because i i think uh especially as an artist i mean this is like the, the opportunities abound. The opportunities abound, you know. I mean, all you have to do is get somebody as an artist that your goal is to get people engaged. When the world is on fire, you know, there's just so much that people will engage with. Um, as long as we don't really, really start. One thing I'm actually worried about, because I kind of think that no matter what happens, you know, we'll probably have a rough period. We'll get through it. We'll come back. I don't think that a lot of people keep saying stuff about this is like the fall of the American empire. I'm not so convinced on that. 
our two biggest competitors are China and Russia. And there's a lot of things that could cause those two countries to fall apart any day now. I mean, they're ruled by dictators. That's never very healthy for the lifespan of a country. So, you know, I don't know that America's falling apart. I just hope we keep we can keep freedom of speech together. That's the one thing that I just see a lot of people, both on the left and the right, going for freedom of speech when it suits them. And that's 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 one of the few things that really does concern me, because I think we can get through whatever's going to happen as long as we're free to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Or maybe they just give us free speech because they're like, look at these idiots. They think talking about it does anything uh and they just let us have it as a little biscuit as they Mm. take all the other rights and freedoms but i don't know it's anyone's guess yeah uh well we'll we'll definitely we'll be here we'll we'll be here every week recounting the end of the world yeah my my back screen will be like you know just flames but we'll still have (laughs) we'll still have the podcast uh consistently going absolutely um um oh shoot oh shoot i had a blank oh okay uh so i did want to talk about this other thing since we to uh to change gears uh i think you've you've heard of transracialism correct that's where that's where i say i'm black right Mm -hmm. yeah you could become a new you're or you identify as another race and, you know, I've been giving this one a lot of thought. I've been giving it a lot of thought. I don't ever like to say I, whether or not I agree or disagree with anything without heaps of thought. And with, I want to phrase this in, like the most. Fuck it. Um, I, I, you know, I think my conclusion is why not? Why not? Like, I have the same conclusion, even though I've given it no thought. Um, <laughs> I've given Rick, it much and if, essentially here's what here's what gave made me think why not because when you think about think about the lot think about the current uh the current logic that's being used to justify being any gender right it's that gender is a social construct therefore it's fake therefore you're allowed to pick whatever place in or outside of that social construct that you want to identify with because it is just a construct that's not based in nature. Now, race is a social construct. This is something well-proven and documented. You know, we all know that there's no, there's no real, the only real difference between races is a couple of medical differences that really have more to do with where you're from, not what color you are. The only real difference is the color of your skin. We know that racism was commissioned in the 1400s by Portugal to justify the African slave trade because, you know, slavery at that point was becoming unpopular thanks to the Enlightenment. So you could even argue that race is more imaginary than gender because gender is at least usually inspired by the natural distinction of sex, which is from nature and is demonstrable and observable. Whereas there's no real natural distinctions within race that are demonstrable or observable in the same way as gender. So if anyone can pick any gender, why can't it seems to me that it should logically follow that anyone can pick any race? That's how I arrived there. And no, which it, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't put any thought into it, but I came to the exact same conclusion. It's like it's not even real so yes yeah. it's, it's uh who gives a fuck 
I, I, but I also reserve the right to fucking laugh at you. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, yeah. I mean, go, knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. It's it's very, and it's interesting the pushback against the idea too, because it's all you know. You see, you keep we're hearing, especially black people say that like you can't just identify as black you have to be black to know what that means and you know you get we're getting a lot of points of view that would seem to suggest that there's just naturally something different about being black which correct me if i'm wrong was the logic that was used to justify racism and slavery was that black people are different in some way naturally yeah and also i don't understand why this is even an argument uh in 2021 everyone knew a wigger in the 90s (laughs) so like that was those were the first transracial people um everyone knew a white guy who had a neck tat and said the Mm -hmm. n-word and had a black girlfriend that he beat Mm -hmm. up so Mm -hmm. what's the fucking difference like i mean if eminem came out tomorrow and said i identify as black who's really gonna argue with eminem Dude, other rappers have called Eminem black for like 20 years. He blacker than most of the black ones, frankly. <laughs> he really is. He's from, so he's from like, fucking Detroit. And, you know, when you think about it, too, how medical technology is enabling us to really change literally everything about ourselves. Very soon, we're going to be able to completely redesign ourselves all the way down to our, our DNA. So, like. You know, is it even worth like, why are we even trying to maintain these differences? Why are we trying to set these boundaries? Because it's like inevitably the world is going to go to a place where a lot of people are just inventing what they look like. Yeah. You know, and it, it's it's odd that a lot of people seem to think that it's racist to be transracial. That's another thing. It's like it's a racist thing now. But it's like, would that not be exactly what we need to end racism? Everybody just picking their own race. And then as an employer, you know, as people who um, are in a position to discriminate or not discriminate, you know, how would you be able to discriminate, you know, because all the stereotypes, you know, that you may or may not know of about black people don't apply anymore. If half of them used to be white. I don't know, man. I think it's like, it's not racism. It's a, it's probably appropriation when you have fucking professors that are white naming themselves, you know, El Chupacabra, Chimichanga, and they wear like leopard pants everywhere. That's probably, um, you know, that's something. That's something, but I don't know what it is. It's just your, it's human behavior and a weirdo, mm-hmm. but I don't know what to, what to label it as. It's very, um, it's very odd. I don't know, just, just the fixation. The fixation on our differences is very interesting because, I, you know, I would social movements in this country at least used to be about fixation on all, all of our similarities. That's what it all, used to be about. Also, you always want what you don't have, right? Mm-hmm. And I think more people than, or more, I've noticed, more people than ever hate themselves So people are constantly trying to change stuff about them. Mm. So I think it it goes into that as well as people just don't love who they are and they, they want to do something about it as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm good. I can't wait to see what's going to happen when this, this this transracial movement really picks up steam. Cause I think it's going to pick up steam. There's a lot of people saying they're transracial. 
And they're going to be saying they're going to be using all the same arguments that like the LGBTQ community use to justify, you know, their movements. They're going to be using the exact same logic, the exact same rhetoric. This will be very interesting because we're going to get a bunch of groups now arguing against their own rhetoric that they've stood on at this point for 50, 60 years. I love that. I love that so much. It's great. It's going to be great. So Um, are they going to fall under T of the LGBT? I don't know. Maybe we'll need to add a new one. But it would just be another T, so it would be redundant, right? Yeah. Just make the T a catch-all for different types of T. Remember when pedophiles tried to jump in the T? (laughs) LGBTP. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll say LGBTP. I don't know why it sounds better than LGBTQ, but... um, it is also, you know, it's an interesting look into where how a good idea can become a bad idea if you if you don't really consider the particulars of the idea. That's the problem with inclusion, right? Is you don't really want to include everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't actually want to include everybody. No, because that would be a terrible idea. Yeah, that would be a guy. We would have transracial dog people walking down the street. We don't want that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. And then, and then, and then they're naked. They're naked because they're dog people, and that's their cultural heritage is to be naked. So, like, you can't even tell them to be naked because you're discriminating. Yeah, and then they just fucking walk into your office and like poop on your floor and don't wipe their ass and shit. And if you say, and if you say something, then it's like you need to respect my identity. If someone did that, I would be like, I respect you as a dog, so I'm gonna treat you like a dog, and I'm gonna shove your face in this shit. (laughs) um i got to entertain entertain the people i gotta step away for just a second no i I gotta take a a tinkle okay me too pause it okay um so and yeah so the conclusion i think for me is that um i'm now jewish um i've identified as a jew since i was born a jew okay and um i was assigned non-jew at birth um, and I'm really hoping that this will catapult me into the movie industry. I'm really hoping. It gets, it doesn't catapult you, but it gets your foot in the door and it makes mm-hmm. it possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, and, um, now that I'm Jewish, I'm fully willing to be a Zionist, you know, fuck those dirty brown, um, what are they? Palestinians? We can just call yeah. them rats. Rats. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta move to Hollywood, dude. I know this. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to blow up. I'm going to blow up. I'm fashionably homeless. I'm Jewish. I've got it all. It's all it's it's all it's all coming together. You present as 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 a gay black southerner. Mm-hmm. You have all you're literally hitting every box. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be a new box soon, but I'm sure you're going to hit that. You're going to yeah, find a way to fucking now, weasel it. Now all I one. need to do is become half woman and part dog. And then I think I'm and then I think I'm really 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 landed on something spicy there well it's it's ever changing right you, there's always going to be a new box but you are a master uh <laughs> for lack of a better word let's use the word weasel you're gonna find a way to <laughs> weasel into there yeah you're so right you're so right um i have a i have a game i wanted to play Ooh, yay i love games okay it's called uh it's like real or fake news, and I, I'm going to read you like a headline, and I want you to guess which one's real, which one's fake. Okay. Um, 
we could call it, you know, ass or nose, but that mm. might get confusing, you know, because, <laughs> you know, we don't know which one's which. Okay. I'm going to call it, I'll, 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 it'll either be bullshit or good shit. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. First one is pop culture related, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Kendall Jenner shows the world her cocaine bag, or Caitlyn Jenner says that she's throwing the first ever trans Olympic party in Mercedes Benz Stadium the same night Kanye drops his album. Yikes. Okay. That was the first one was Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner shows the world her cocaine bag. I'm going to say the Kendall Jenner one is bullshit. And the Caitlyn Jenner was good shit. You are wrong, my friend. Uh, mm. You are completely wrong. Kendall Jenner showed her cocaine bag to the world via Instagram. And no the, the caption was, OMG, I found the cutest little Ziploc bag. Oh, I think I actually saw that. Okay. That's okay. funny. Okay. okay. So- Damn. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that Caitlyn Jenner is not throwing a trans Olympic party. That would be great. Okay. Um, this is a political headline. Mm-hmm. Uh, bullshit or good shit. Um, Governor Cuomo says he makes sexual jokes to his male aides as well. Or, or don't panic about Delta, but also panic a little. Okay, I feel like the Cuomo one is good shit. The Cuomo one has to be true. You're wrong again. God damn. Oh, this is a real headline. Uh, don't panic about Delta, but also panic comma, a little. Why did they word it like that? Um... <laughs> Now we're going to uh, quotes of politicians, right? Okay. Um, you've got a fat pussy, Margaret, Donald Trump. Or, you know all those memes are basically true. Joe Biden discussing um, memes that paint him as the wacky old partner in a buddy movie with Barack Obama. Oh, Jesus. Okay, wait, repeat the first quote. You've got a fat pussy, Margaret. Oh, man. You know, you're really pulling out the stops on this one. This. <laughs> Damn. Mm. I know for a fact that Donald Trump has said that sentence probably. So is that your good shit? I don't know, because Biden would say something stupid like that. Okay, I'm going to go with the least exciting one. I'm going to say Biden was good shit. Correct. The The actual the actual quote from Donald Trump is, you've got a fat pussy. Um, that's the end of the quote. <laughs> um, and he, keep in mind, he would never actually hang out with a woman named Margaret. He only hangs out with Eastern Europeans. Oh, um, and, and then to top it off, uh, this isn't even, I'm not going to give you another option. This is just a headline that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the New York Times. It's uh, our favorite newspaper, right? Um, this is, I'll give you the headline and then I'll give you the sub headline. Don't go down the rabbit hole is the headline. And mm-hmm. then the sub headline is critical thinking as we're taught to do it isn't helping. 
the fight against misinformation. Oh, okay. So I, I feel like I've read that one. Yeah. So basically, um, they want you to panic about Delta, but they also want you to not think critically about it um, because both those were real headlines. Um, but yeah, that's I just had I just. Um, oh, okay, that, that was fun. just an extra to top it off. Okay, that was just a little, a little something extra. That's I love that critical thinking as weird taught it is not helping the spread of misinformation. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, the very like in the same breath, don't panic about Delta, but also panic a little. So misinformation is another great example of how they've just gone so far with the shit that they said they were not going to go too far with. And where it's like you know, at first misinformation was like alt right stuff. And now it's like misinformation is literally anything that Democrats don't agree with. And, and I love how misinformation is just rebranding uh, fake news. And, yeah. and, and, and they're Donald Trump. They're like, the fake news doesn't exist. Dada, dada. Yeah. Now they're coining it misinformation. And now everything is misinformation. Mm, yeah, literally, literally everything. Also, I know I've talked about this probably on the other, on uh, previous pods, but like, Fake news and misinformation have been around forever. It's not a new concept. It's just, it, well, I don't know I, why. I heard, I heard that, I don't know how true this is, but I heard that one of the first books widely distributed was a book on hunting witches. And it was nonfiction. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that tells you everything you need to know about the written word and what we end up doing with it. Yeah. I mean, look at this podcast. I mean, come on. <laughs> Don't act like we write this. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. That, that was, was fun. That was a really fun game. I like that. I yeah. Liked it a lot. Yeah. Also, you know how we said we were going to change pseudo penis, but then never talked about it? Oh, yeah. What if we called it like ass boogers or like nose, nose poo? What if we called it, uh, What's those sores you get on your ass? A hemorrhoid. Oh. The hemorrhoid of the week? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's not, that's actually pretty good. Let's show, we can try it on, see if we change it. I mean, we can change it weekly until we really find that one that's golden. If you're not going to love it on the first podcast, you're not going to like it on the second podcast. It's like a dress. Yeah. But it's like a dress when you get it in store. But, yeah, I'll try it. I fucking out. bought shirts, total sidebar, but I, t- I fucking bought shirts from bands for the first time in years, got them home and realized I hate them. Wait, from who? Bands. Like off the wall bands? Yeah. I don't Dude, know why. What the fuck? It was Are buy you... one, get one, and the shirt was $10, and I just, I couldn't help, I couldn't help myself. Okay, then it's it's excusable because they can be like, you know, painting shirts, you yeah. know? But at the same yeah. time, it would be hilarious if you were trying on a new personality and you, by the time you got home, you're like, this is, this isn't going to work. Yeah. It very much looked like, looked like uh, high school. I put yeah. it on, looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, I'm in high school. Yeah. But yeah. Um, hemorrhoid. Do, do you want to go get to the hemorrhoid? Um, yeah. Um, so actually I didn't pull mine up, but I have it. Um, you go first and I'll pull mine up. Okay. Um
Okay. Mm-hmm. My hemorrhoid, my hemorrhoid for today is is uh, all of the United States. We, but I heard a stat recently that um, a couple things. First of all, I heard a stat and did a little bit of looking. Um, and there's some there's some differing opinions on the exact number, but if you make between thirty thousand a year and eighty thousand a year is generally where the estimates lie. Mm-hmm. You are in the one percent of the globe. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, 30,000 a year in America is not a lot of money. That's like the poverty line. Just, yeah. It's like right above the poverty line. Yeah, that's not a lot of money. And that's all you need to make to be in the one percent mm-hmm. of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, there was that. And then also this woman named Yeonmi Park. Uh, who's this? Uh, she's this woman that escaped from North Korea, and mm-hmm. she's been doing media rounds. I've watched a few of her interviews. She's got a What's book. What's her name? Y- Yeon Mi Park. Y E O N M I. Oh, that's the girl from North Korea, right? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been. I haven't read her book yet, which I'm gonna read because it looks really good. And she's really smart. Um, but I've just I've listened a lot of the interviews that I've listened to her, like she was on Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson, really long podcast. She really detailed her story, like what exactly it was like in North Korea mm-hmm. and then what it was like in China when she left. And then like what she had to do to get to South Korea just so that she could like get freedom and like it's probably horrific. Right. Yeah. I mean, these like in North Korea. Right. Just to give you a few samplings of the awful things, the people, first of all, they're starving their people to death on purpose. They're keeping them weak on purpose. We've known that. Yeah. To the point where they poop a couple of times a month. Right. Families are allowed to or families are required to collect one ton of poop like every month. So they're literally they've got they've got families scavenging for poop to turn it into the government because to use it as fertilizer Uh, because they're trying to keep their farms operating. Now, people, almost everyone is forced to work on farms every day. And something like only 2% of the food grown on these farms are, are, are distributed to like the people that lead the farm, not even just the farmers. And the farmers are essentially told, go fuck, go like find food wherever you want. Yeah. So you gotta have to find it. They have to eat, they eat people. When you go to one of the markets, she was saying that like, when you go get meat, you don't ask what kind of meat it is because you know that there's a good chance that it's human mm. and it's better to just eat it and you know, to just not worry about it. You know, oh and then she goes to China and China's like North Korea, according to her, North Korea is China. Mm-hmm. They're there. They have a face as if they're separate countries, but they're the same country at this point, essentially the way they operate. And mm-hmm. China like return China, what Chinese soldiers will return, escape North Koreans to North Korea and watch North Korean soldiers abuse, the, abuse them. Um, she went to China, ended up being sold she ended up having to marry some some old guy because um, like that was the only way that she could get her free get her family out of out of out of North Korea. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it just it's just it goes on and on and on the awful, horrific shit that this girl and like from, you know, while she was working on this escape, she was in her teens. Like this was all between the age of like 14 and 17, I think like this was like she was a kid. Mm-hmm. you know just got awful right so her story just i found really crazy because it's you know it's the level it's a level of 
genuine oppression that like no in america we can we can we can't imagine. conceive yeah we can fucking imagine we're calling people not using our pronouns oppression you know we're i mean we're, we're calling things here oppression that are absolutely ridiculous when you when you talk about her story you know when you consider her story it's like that is true that is true evil happening right now yeah yeah nothing in this country is, is that bad you know that mixed with the fact that really I've, you know, most Americans are literally in the 1% of the world. You know, I've just recently realized we, we are just, we're so, we're just, we're delusional about how good, how good we have it here. Like we're just, we're fucking delusional. We, we really do have it like great. I mean, this is one of the best places to be in the fucking world. And anybody that wants to disagree with that can kiss my ass. Go over there. Tell me how great it is, you know? And so, yeah, that's why America's my pseudo penis, because we got a whole lot of just ungrateful. Wait, we changed we changed it. Oh, not pseudo penis. Um, hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. America's my hemorrhoid. Mainly, mainly young Americans who have become convinced that they're living under some kind of an oppression. Because, yeah, like just no, just fucking no. Amen, brother. Amen. And hemorrhoid is such a good, I'm liking the hemorrhoid because it's in your ass and it bleeds and it hurts. Mm -hmm. it's, just, and it's, it's just the oozing and it, sore. And it's not going to kill you, but it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So well done. Yeah. So well that's done. my hemorrhoid. Everybody, if you're listening to this and you're in America, be, be grateful. Stop complaining for a half a day. Go stand outside and appreciate the fact that unless you live in a couple of cities in this country, you can stand outside and just be grateful. You're right, dude. We're such pussies. We're so uh, spoiled. We're And we're always comparing ourselves to other people that mm -hmm. have it, it, quote unquote, better than us. Mm -hmm. um, it's fucking it's a joke. It's a joke, dude. We both have roots over our heads. We, we we're not worrying about about the government stealing our food it's it's ridiculous dude yeah. and for the for the majority of human history no not for the majority for the entirety of human history i would say we have it better than anyone else and pretty we're, much. Still, we're still complaining pretty much i mean most of human history pretty much everywhere in the world was ruled by a dictator yeah you know and they might have been called kings or emperors or whatever but they were dictators and yeah and you could say I guess your only other thing you could say is like ancient Greece or ancient Rome, but those were like 50%, 50, 50 split between citizens and slaves. And at the end of the day, what your emperor said get was going to happen and the whole thing. And keep in mind, we have the luxuries of modernity, which are AC, uh, the whole nine. So it's a fucking what? joke. One more anecdote from Yeonmi's Park, uh, Yo from Yeonmi Park. She, uh, a lot of what she's been doing in America since she, she came to America, she went to university. Um, right now, she's kind of like what she's doing because her son is American and she's getting involved in American politics. And like, she's really a centrist and she, she comes at both sides. But she told this story. Uh, she was in New York and some black lady walked up to her, punched her and, and took her wallet, took her purse. Okay. Robbed her in the middle of the street in front of everybody. Yeonmi grabs this girl, right? And she's trying to hold her. And she's like, I'm calling the cops. Like, you just hit me and told you to try to steal me. Now, she was, 
all the people around her literally they they got they gathered around her and started yelling at her, calling her a racist, like telling her that she's wrong for calling the cops, like threatening her to the point where she just let the girl go because she was like, I don't even know. Like, I'm from North Korea. I don't even know what's happening right now. But like, apparently I'm a racist because I didn't want because I was trying to stop this girl from stealing my shit. Yeah, from, from herself getting robbed. Literally. And, you know, and she went into a few other stories where it's like she's she's been on the uh, attacking end of this liberal mindset. And it's like, what are we doing? Like that to me is like such a clear sign that there's something seriously wrong with that, with the left leftist ideology right now, because it is like, how are we? How, how can you? I'm like, if, if this girl with what she's gone through and what she's, you know, the, the very important information she's trying to tell the world, the way she's risking her life. If she's your enemy in any instance, you're wrong. Like, that's just like the kind of person where it's like, if she's diametrically opposed to what you believe, then maybe you should really, really reconsider what you believe. She's the embodiment of the American dream. And anyone who says otherwise is an an anarchist. Mm -hmm. So you can go fuck yourself. And it's fucked, you know, like the, the right is mad at her because she talks about Trump and about how he's not helpful. The left is mad at her because she talks about, you know, how this wokeism in in uh, university is starting to remind her a lot of how North Korea operated. You know, like she's coming from a place where like that's a country where everything where like that country is the result of everything that could go bad in a country. And she's coming over and saying, hey, I'm kind of seeing some warning signs over here. And I have like actual real world experience with what real oppression is, you know. And just the idea that people are getting mad at her instead of being like, hey, maybe we should make sure that our side is not making any big mistakes right now. It's just absolutely, I mean, you gotta, how far does your head have to be up your own ass? All the way to like where your head was originally, apparently. That's wild. Essentially. That's wild. But yeah, amazing. I would recommend like finding her interviews or reading any of her writing or stuff because she's really interesting, really, yeah. really intelligent. Yeah, I saw um, I saw one like a, a couple videos of her talking about the American education system, and then I did see a story of her on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about um, just life in North Korea, how like she she was she became so desensitized to horror that it wasn't terrifying to her, like it wasn't. It was just everyday life, and mm-hmm. how she fucking saw. She saw little kids begging while their organs were falling out of their body and they were holding their organs in uh, just gruesome shit. And she would feel nothing and keep walking. It's yeah. uh, because it's, you couldn't. She talked about that. It was like you couldn't. You, I mean, you had to you had to be numb because otherwise, how do you even how do you live in that without killing yourself? Yeah, you can't process it. But yeah, absolutely it, crazy ignorance is bliss type thing um it's crazy um well mine isn't that good so i wish you would have went second um but i hope it's lighthearted because i got kind of heavy there it is lighthearted um thank god um so this fucking guy this is my favorite fighter Mm -hmm. this is i'm wearing his shirt um darren till englishman Mm -hmm. uh he recently is being 
investigated by the his local police officers over a meme he posted on Instagram. So like this is England, you can get investigated for memes. Um, what do you think the meme was? By the way. Oh, ooh, okay. If he got investigated and it was in England, he must. It must have been about COVID. It must be COVID related. No. Damn. It it was social justice related. Oh, okay. Come on, give me give me one more guess. Immigrants. No. Damn. So he posted this meme. Can you go ahead and read it out loud for the people? Okay. For the audio listeners, it says, the meme says, when you transgender and you think you're pregnant, and we have this trans woman getting a ultrasound, and and on the ultrasound, we're seeing a big turd. (laughs) Just a big turd, and the doctor's pointing at the turd. Yeah. Probably going, probably saying, it's a them. And then... um... Uh, and this is from uh, the UK newspaper where they blurred out the turd. No way. <laughs> yeah, look, they blurred out the turd. Jesus. <laughs> and um, this is the UK for you. They they actually kill uh, retarded people. And I'm not saying like, <laughs> I'm not using this like a, a derogatory term. I'm saying people who are mentally disabled they don't give treatment to um but they investigate people for posting memes like this there's nothing Um, wrong with being a retard there's nothing wrong with it it's uh, it's in fact we should show empathy to those people but in the uk they kill them i Um, love retards they make the world go around so tim dylan said it himself on his last episode we wouldn't have the olympics if it wasn't for retards what, what did he mean by that he was like talking about how Naomi Osaka doesn't want to do press because she's like protesting against the press or whatever. So she won't do interviews. And he just went off about how this is actually really funny because he ended up like real news outlets are reporting on that bit, this bit where he was like, you're stupid. That's why you're good at the sport. You're a fucking retard. Like, you, it's not that hard. Like, it, it was funny. He went off. Yeah. He was right. We don't ask like why do why do we need the athletes to like be aware of like what's going on with the media? Who cares? They don't have time. All they do is train and do then, the flip, dude. Just do yeah, it. all they do is train and have sex with gorgeous people. They don't have time to think about issues. It's um, the same with actors and musicians like talking about politics. It's like shut up and just do what you do. Just do your thing and leave us leave us alone. Yeah, it's like the sh- it's like basically shut up and dribble um but, uh, but that was totally off topic so he got investigated he's on it's an ongoing investigation and for he, not even like a great meme for like a, a subpar meme and yeah. this is what i love about the uk is he posted like a follow-up video because like a reporter a report you know how fucking sh- like disgusting and slimy journalists are so she dms him and she's like hey darren hope you're doing well I'm going to be reporting on this. Do you have a comment? And he didn't answer. And then she writes like disgusting UFC fighter uh, post deplorable meme, but um, because they're two-faced demons. But um, 
he posted a follow-up video where he's like, you know, I don't care if I offend people. I don't care if it's controversial. I'm never going to change. And it's like, dude, in America, this isn't controversial. This isn't deplorable. This is literally a bad meme. Um, But in the UK, it's like, this is so controversial. And it's like, I don't understand the disconnect where you get offended by shit like this, but your government's killing retards. Well, you got what you got to remember about the UK is most of their media is controlled by the government. Is it really? Yeah. Like, um, what, what's the the what the big show that uh, their their biggest news outlet? What is it called? CBC, CNBC, BBC, BBC. Yeah, like that's controlled. That's controlled by the government. That's like a lot that. of their newspapers and stuff is controlled by the government because they have different laws about news outlets there like they can't be private they have to be public which essentially ends up meaning that they're controlled by the government yeah of Uh, course so like this makes perfect sense to me of course this is what they would rather talk about than the retards that they're killing yeah crazy and um fuck was it yeah uh also i i didn't know that about the bbc or about Mm. you know british media but people who like to think they're smart and love to tell you about it always say they watch bbc oh yeah yeah which is like they think that's something which bbc is literally cnn it's a british cnn right yeah it's essentially the same thing they have pretty much all the same they just have british accents so you think you're smarter yeah you yeah you think you sound a little bit smarter i mean like the most conservative person in british media was like piers morgan and he wasn't even really that fucking conservative he just thought some shit he just he just thought like a lot of the trans rhetoric and a lot of this like like feminine terrorist rhetoric was getting weird. That was mainly where people thought he was a conservative. It was because he was like, well, I don't know that you can just be any gender. And I don't know that like men are, I don't know that we're living in like a patriarchal society. Like he would say shit like that, that isn't even really conservative. But that no. was as conservative, conservative as it got. Yeah, I know over here, people will see him as the big, like huge um carpet bagging live but it doesn't matter I think it's hilarious it doesn't I, he's friends with the epsteins um and you know, it doesn't, oh well yeah, yeah. but um, yeah you know it's like i don't agree with everything the guy said you know i disagree with what he thought about trans people but like it, was he a conservative no does it matter no it's just this is my hemorrhoid because he has a he is finally He's been fighting injuries and he's finally set to fight in September. And if he's not allowed to leave the country because of a meme investigation, I'm going to be uh, livid. How, what are they investigating? Like harassment, um, harassment. I, wait, let me, I don't know. Let me read the article. Um, this is idiotic. Um, hold on. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, like you're right what could the charge potential charge possibly i mean like what what is there to even like he shared the meme like an investigation usually means that there's things like there's like elements of the case that we don't know yet that we need to investigate but i'm like what do we not know about this he shared the meme (laughs) yeah um i'm trying to see what it's um this this kind of seems like without any details this kind of seems like a stunt in order to punish this guy for posting that
this podcast would never fly in the UK. It doesn't even say what is being investigated for on like two different articles that I looked yeah, up. Yeah, this is totally some performative performative bullshit. Absolutely, it's horseshit. So they're worse than us. But yeah, that's my hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid I of the week. That. I love that. Is so you did you did uh America, my hemorrhoid is Britain. So there you go. The the world's biggest and stinkiest hemorrhoids, America and the UK. The two biggest um emp- white empires of the past thousand years. Yeah, we're doing great. We're doing great. I love that they were, you know, like they they're empires that were founded upon like essentially like conquest like Like any you mean any empire yeah yeah you know we don't use these terms to describe how america was settled but that's what it was it was conquest and uh it was a very slow conquest and a lot of it was not done by military but it was a conquest it's just it's amazing to me that now these countries that like were built on the backs like built on blood now it's like these countries have they've gone so far in the other direction Dude, I yeah, it's and it's all posturing, of course. And on like a separate note, but to like prove your point, I saw I was just flipping through my YouTube and like a title I saw. I follow Watch Mojo, and yeah. one of them was top ten worst apologies by fast food companies. And it's like, why do fast food companies need to apologize? They're fast food companies. Why do empires have to? Ap- have to worry about who they offend they murder people so what's who cares you know literally but 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 whatever this has been a good pod this has been a good pod it's been a really good episode i'm glad to be back at it yeah let's go let's let's fucking go hell yeah oh yeah well thank you for listening to ask the nose everybody i'm ass and i'm nose